Welcome to the Self-Care Goddess Podcast, brought to you by me, Rita Savoya, founder of Savoya Self-Care Holistic Wellness. I'm a certified nutritionist and a holistic wellness coach for midlife women who want to rediscover their happier, sexier selves naturally without pills or side effects so that they can thrive as they age. I'm also the creator of the Savoya Self-Care Method, empowering women to nurture heart, mind, and body for transformative results. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to help millions of midlife women become their own health heroes. As a woman entrepreneur and a caregiver to aging parents, I fully understand the many responsibilities and generally stressful times women are living through these days, often suffering in silence, misunderstood, and putting themselves last. That's why each week I will be here for you, guiding you on your personal wellness journey, sharing expert advice from thought leaders on natural, practical, and simple solutions to help you thrive during the midlife transition. Get ready to listen to inspiring conversations about all things wellness, nutrition, mindset, mental health, fasting, hormones, menstrual cycle awareness and sinking, ancient healing strategies like meditation, mindfulness and breath work, and spirituality. Every month, I will also be featuring a small to medium-sized business to help spread the word on the amazing work they're doing so we can support them. And now, without further ado, let's get ready to rumble. Happy listening! Hello, self-care goddesses, and welcome to the Savoya Self-Care Goddess Podcast. Today, I'm super excited to have a really special guest with us tonight, a superwoman, as I like to call her. She is a wealth of information that she'll be sharing with us, which is going to be super exciting. So please, please, please stay tuned, and thank you for sharing part of your day with us. We have today nutritionist and educator Jane Durst-Polkies, and she is a global success. Every day, she helps make dreams come true consulting with clients and teaching professionals from many regions of the world and from all walks of life. Jane's training te- uh, techniques and love of life empowers, inspires, and motivates people to take control of their health, transform their confidence, and change their lives. How awesome is that? Welcome, 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 Jane, and thank you so much for carving out some time to spend with our listeners today and, and offer some amazing, amazing information. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to, you know, to inspire, educate and, you know, to elevate women and in any capacity that I can. That's kind of the thing that that I really love to do. So, so happy to be here today. Oh, thank you. And at the Savoya Self-Care Goddess podcast, we want to walk the talk. So I'm going to start with a quick coherence technique. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the HeartMath Institute. So I am certified in those techniques. And so we're going to get into coherence, you and I, with our listeners for better harmony, to get into practicing calming ourselves and really checking in and being present so that we get into this practice of doing this and then we can be better self-regulators of emotions. And we know there's a lot of emotions going around, um, especially this time of uh, these times, really. <laughs> so we're, we're just going to, you don't have to close your eyes, but if you feel comfortable, you can do that. For our listeners that are driving, please don't do that. <laughs> you can easily do it with your eyes open. It's quick. So whenever you sort of feel like something is not off, you can use this technique. So if you want to just take a deep breath in through the belly, and out through the belly. 
And really slow down our breath and become more in tune of our breath with our breath. And continue this deep belly breathing, really feeling relaxing feeling all over our body. And if you'd like, we can put our hand on our heart or in our chest area and channel some energy in our heart chakra. And as we continue heart-focused breathing, I invite you to experience a regenerative feeling such as gratitude or appreciation for taking the time for yourself today and listening to this awesome conversation. For perhaps the loved ones in your life, appreciating them and appreciating even those little things in life that often go unnoticed. Inhale deeply and exhale. That's it. So that's a quick coherence technique to bring us into harmony and just sort of when I, I do that, just when I want to shake things off when they're not uh, when they're not right and just sort of checking in. So small little technique with a lot of benefits. So I love to start by listening to your story. Tell us your story. Why are you doing what you're doing? All these amazing things that you're doing. Wow, that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm doing it because I grew up, I grew up with uh, eight brothers and sisters in the oh. 60s. And there was, uh, you know, with all nine of us together, there was a tremendous amount of, you know, activity and, you know, my mom, my mom stayed home, my dad worked, but my mom was so divided in taking care of the groceries and making clothes and, you know, gym classes and all that stuff. So what really ended up happening was there wasn't a lot of extra time. There wasn't a lot of extra attention that, and I was a talker. I was a person that, um, you know, I, I like to tell you about my day. And I, I often felt that that wasn't something that I was able to do, nor did I find that I got the attention. So as I got older, I kind of discovered that one of my challenges was I didn't feel really confident because I often overheard my mother on the telephone, you know, comparing one sibling to the next sibling. And, you know, I just felt, oh, sorry, I just felt totally inadequate at that moment. And it, what, it, what ended up happening was it, it created a, a sense of a lack of self-confidence. And so as I got older, I noticed that even though I was a outgoing person, um, a friendly person, you know, I had lots of friends, I really didn't feel good inside my body. And as I got older, I noticed that my self-esteem and my self-worth started to diminish. And yet I had to carry on in the world as if that was not a factor for me. And yet it was. So, you know, I went to nutrition school, got my degree in nutrition, still felt, you know, I, I kind of struggled in school, mathematics, and, you know, I got a degree in science. And it was a hard thing for me to do because my brain is more of a, you know, a touchy feeling and emotional person versus a, you know, a scientific type of brain. So I found that a little bit challenging. Anyways, graduated from school, ended up having three kids. 
um, but didn't actually fully start my business until I was 40 years old. Um, and I noticed that when I did start my first practice, because I opened up my business doing live plus cell analysis, doing nutrition consulting, I really didn't feel good inside my own body. And yet I was trying to help women and men feel better about themselves physically, mentally, emotionally. And I started to notice that there was a there was a gap and there was a gap and there was a crack. And that crack meant that I needed to heal the healer. If I was going to help other people, I truly needed to heal my own self. So I did a lot of homework. I did a lot of traveling. I, I went to a lot of seminars and I ended up writing a book called The Book on Confidence, The Complete Guide to Standing Tall on the Inside. And it actually changed my life. It changed my life and it changed the, my client's life because in order for me to really help other people, it was clearly uh, I understood that I needed to feel 100% good about myself. I needed to love myself warts and all because how was I going to help other people achieve the same thing if I didn't feel good about myself? And I also noticed that there was even regardless of why a client came to see me, I believed at the core of their very being that was a lack of self-worth and self-love. And I found that quite um, disturbing for me because I felt like people were missing out on something, living their life without these two aspects that were fully nourished and flourishing, that that was going to take away from their experience in life. And we know life is too short. So I kind of made it my mission that regardless of what a client was presenting to me, that it was also important that I gave them, help them with that side of themselves so that they too could feel confident and empowered and because I think it's criminal that people look in the mirror and they're you know mm -hmm. at air day and then that day's ruined I, I I truly think that that is kind of criminal anyways so because after I wrote the book um you know I did a lot of seminars and my business has been growing ever since then and I really at, at, at the core of my being when I when I work with somebody I want them to feel and to walk away with that total empowerment and so that's my job is to help people to 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 get to that point and whether it's from nutrition or whether it's from energy medicine whether it's from you know giving them some sort of life coaching um that's what i like to do for people and nothing makes me happier for people to come back to me and say you know what either i've lost 85 pounds i feel amazing i finally have my energy back because I truly believe, and I'm now 62 years old, that you should feel amazing all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't care how old you are. You should get out of bed. You should, I mean, I can't wait to get out of bed every day because I think life is just as an exciting experience that offers us opportunities every day to grow. And, um, you know, and, and it's, it's important also to, to make sure that we nourish that part of ourselves, whether it's through friends and family and self-care, which is, you know, what you're all about. Um, I'm all about self-care and I, and, and I don't take that. I don't feel selfish about that. I feel that that's something that if I don't take care of myself, then how can I possibly, you know, sh show up for my grandkids and show up for my clients? Uh, because I can't be exhausted. I, I need to make sure that I actually do that. So I for sure, hundred percent walk my talk, hundred percent.
Mm-hmm. That's oh. amazing. Yeah. yeah. You look great. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. So whatever it is that you're doing is working awesome. for sure. And I love the holistic approach. So yeah. it's truly a holistic approach. It's mind, body, spirit that allows you to feel this great. And they're all interconnected. It can't be one without the other. So exactly. Exactly. That, that is awesome. So on this um, show, we we actually, I, we do say that self-care is not selfish. It's self-love. So yeah. I'm happy that you brought all of that in and sort of summarized it. Um, so on this show, we help perimenopausal women go through the midlife transition because I, I feel that it's it's a, it's a transition that's not very talked about. Like we talk about fertility, we talk about menopause, but in that transition that can last anywhere between two to 10 years, there isn't a lot out there. So one of the symptoms, there are many, but one of the common symptoms is this unexplained weight gain, or sometimes, you know, maybe it is explained, but oftentimes it's unexplained. And then when I think of you, I think of metabolic balance and I think of metabolic flexibility and and how that obviously can help somebody's weight loss journey. So can maybe, can you help us define what is metabolic balance and how do you achieve it? So metabolic balance is when your body reaches its optimal state of health, where there's no inflammation, where your hormones are balanced, and where you're able to manage your weight in a very healthy way. We know that Everything's about hormones. Mm-hmm. We also know that, you know, as a woman, we, we create testosterone, we create estrogen, we create pro- progesterone, we create uh, estrogen. These are all the hormones that are necessary for our body to function and to go through these stages in life. But these are all altered because as we go through life, think about this. We live in a world where burger is the king and dairy is the queen. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. We have have five new food groups, frozen, fast, fried, junk, and processed foods. Mm -hmm. We eat foods that come in bag boxes, pick up windows, vending machines, and have barcodes on it. And the problem with these foods is that these foods are not always nourishing the body the way that we, that nature intended it. So metabolic balance program is a program that was designed by a German physician named Dr. Wolf Funfack. He also realized that as people were getting older, more and more of us, women and men, were developing something called metabolic syndrome, which is a name given to heart disease, diabetes, high cholesterol, um, inf- any type of inflammatory problems in the body, even uh, high blood pressure. And we, we also know now that there's four types of fat in the body. You've got brown fat, white fat, subcutaneous fat, and visceral fat. So brown fat's the fat we mostly carry on our shoulders. You get cold, you turn it on, it burns a lot of calories. White fat provides you extra energy. Subcutaneous, when you can pinch at your waist, it doesn't hurt you, but we don't like it. But the most dangerous fat and the one that interferes with the actual uh, transition of menopause is the one that's called visceral fat. Mm-hmm. So visceral fat is the fat that we find in front of the belly button. So if you were to take a measuring tape and wrap a measuring tape around your abdomen, If you're a woman and that number is greater than 35 inches or 40 inches for a male, then you have too much of this visceral fat. The problem with this visceral fat, it interferes with your hormones. It also puts something into your system called cytokines. And cytokines increase inflammation. The reason we have too much visceral fat is because from a metabolic perspective, 
Our bodies are not working with insulin the way nature intended it to. We know that insulin now is a fat, we've always known this, but it's a fat storage hormone. And the way we eat our food and how we eat our food creates too much insulin, which causes metabolic syndrome. Metabolic balance is a program designed to change the way insulin works in the body naturally. So if a client comes in to see me, what I do with her or him is we put them, we do go through a complete questionnaire. So I find out how old you are, how big is the waist, measuring tape, the hips, the thigh. What is your goal? Are, is your goal to work on PCOS, work on you know, menstrual problems? Is it to work on balancing your hormones? Is it, it takes into consideration every medical condition out there alongside the fact that maybe people have no organs like a gallbladder. Maybe people have had surgery on different things, or maybe people are taking four different medications, blood pressure, diabetics, et cetera. So we gather all this information and then we work with life labs. We send the client to, I send the client to the life labs and then I get a full blood panel. That blood panel then comes back directly to me and I take a look at that. Then I take the information from the blood panel, the information that I've gathered from the client, and then I send this information off to Germany. Germany then sends me back every client's individualized, customized plan to balance out insulin. Now, we know that when it comes to food, the way we eat can spike insulin or not spike insulin. So Dr. Wolf created eight rules. And when people follow these rules, they can manage their menopausal symptoms beautifully. But they will also get back from Germany, the individualized, customized plan. So each client will receive for themselves an exact program. So for instance, you might get um, for breakfast, two eggs, 115 grams of vegetables, a fruit and a bread for breakfast. But you'll get a list for your own self. What fruits can you eat? What vegetables can you eat? And how much you can eat? So we get an exact balance of protein, fats, and carbohydrates per meal. So the client basically has to weigh all this food. When we start the program, they do a two-day cleanse. I give them the cleansing product. They eat fruit, vegetables, fruit, uh, potatoes, or rice for two days. And then, because that helps to balance out the metabolism, also help to get rid of toxins in the system and desensitize you from sugar and salt. Once we pass the two-day cleanse, then they go into the program for the next 14 days. They have very little exercise because we're trying to heal the body and they follow the plan exactly. They do have to weigh their food because this program is an exact science of protein, fats, and carbs. So it's not high fat, not low protein, is exact science. So they weigh all their food and they eat that. But alongside that, they have to follow the rules because we have to change the way insulin works in the body. And the most prominent rule is always starting your meal with two bites of protein first. Why? Because when you eat two bites of protein first, you release another hormone in your body called glucagon. Mm -hmm. And glucagon is an antagonist of insulin. So you have two bites of eggs or two bites of cheese or two bites of meat or two bites of chicken before you even touch your coffee, before you touch your tea. Because if you don't do that, and this is what's so beautiful about this, Clients who experience this when they start the program can lose between 5 to 20 pounds in the first two weeks because they're now changing the way insulin works in the body. Because lots of my clients get up, have a coffee and a banana and go off to the gym in the old days. 
Problem is that coffee and the banana is just going to spike the sugars and that's going to make them hold on to weight, particularly around the belly. So we have two bites of protein first before we eat anything else. And they will follow these rules until they achieve their weight loss goals, but until also they will achieve them forever. I mean, I follow two bites of protein all the time and you instantly feel better. Secondly, you have to have three meals a day because you can't miss a meal. Intermittent fasting is considered on this, but only for 14 hours because a lot of people don't understand how to do that properly. You have to wait five hours between meals. Why? Because if you're always eating or if you eat six times a day, insulin is always high. And we know insulin is a fat storage hormone. So you wait five hours between meals. So breakfast is nine, lunch is two, dinner is not till seven o'clock. Nothing in between except for water. And people are not hungry when they do that. Mm-hmm. No meal lasting longer than 60 minutes. Why? Because we want insulin to come back down again. So a lot of us have dinner, then we go get some chips, then we go get some cookies, then we go get something else and something else. And dinner started at six and it doesn't finish at nine o'clock. Insulin is high. When mm-hmm. insulin is high, then we get these inflammation in the body. Um, only one protein at a time. Um, so no bacon, eggs, no ham and cheese, because every food has a biological value and a glycemic index. But the biological value basically um, is how nutritious that food is. What is the actual protein component of that? But if I mix something like eggs and milk together, the problem is the biological value of an egg is 100%, but milk is only 91%. And that's the amino acid composition. But when Mm -hmm. you mix them together, the body takes the food with the lowest amount of amino acids, which would be egg. And now you're going to have 9% left over, which causes over acidification of your body. And we don't want to be over acid because that makes your whole system too acidic. And we know that stress makes us acid and all kinds of things can make us acid. So we only have one protein at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, No food after 9 p.m. And each person's water amount is calculated individually for them. So I have clients who drink between two and four liters of water a day. And then, of course, the last rule is an apple every day. So we have to have one apple because there's no other fruit that lowers your uric acid and your cholesterol or contains as many nutrients as the apple. So they follow these rules. They follow, they follow their meal plan. And it's inexpensive to eat this way. It's mm-hmm. simple to eat this way because I can make a metabolic balanced lunch just before we, I got on here. I had my chickpeas, my avocado, my green onions, cherry tomatoes, and mango for lunch. Like it is delicious. We do have a bread on there and it's 100% rye bread uh, or rye vita crackers. So the food is very satisfying. Most people get three fruits a day and most people get three servings of bread a day, which most people think when it comes to, you know, losing weight or balancing out the hormones that the bread's going to be gone, the fruits be gone. Because when we take a full meal, we're looking at what they call the glycemic load on the body. So if you look at some other plants that are out there, the glycemic load is too low. But what we're also doing is to balance out insulin, we're giving you foods that are dense, things that are going to stay in your system a long time. Where people make a lot of mistakes is they eat foods that burns too quickly in their body. So we think of food burns like coal or burns like straw. Things that burn like straw would be like white bread, ice cream, bagels, croissants, cookies, all that. That's going to spike your insulin and drop it right back down. And then you're going to be hungry again and jittery. But on here, what we do is we have a lot of fat. So we have avocados, we have the cheeses, we have full fat yogurt so that people feel satiated. When you're satiated, your cravings for sugar and salt diminish, which helps clients, you know, get to their goal. 
I co- and I coach them. And I, one of the things I've perfected and understand is I understand the psychology of eating. I understand the psychology of cheating. <laughs> you know, there's, so we're all going to go and, you know, work on the program individually mm-hmm. and people are going to make mistakes or they're going to fall off the wagon. But as a coach, what I do is I encourage people to stay true to the program because one of the side effects of it, huge side effects, and I've done so many webinars on menopause and seeing the transition in people is phenomenal. A, they look younger. B, they don't have hot flashes anymore. C, they've lost that tummy fat, which a lot of women just think that that's normal. I disagree with that because I never got that. Um, and But metabolic balance also encourages you after the first 60 days to engage in some type of physical activity. I'm a big believer in working out every day. My personal favorite is hot yoga, spinning, you know, in the Peloton, walking, but it doesn't really matter what a person does. What matters is that we do move the body. And I think it's important that we move the body at least one hour a day because most of us are spending our days sitting. So, um, you know, pain goes away, sleep, people are sleeping better. Uh, The alertness, I had a client here yesterday. She said, you know, I never could, you know, my cat would, my dog would drop something on the floor. I never could jump onto the floor, grab that and stand back up again. And now she lost like 16 pounds in 16 days. She goes, I actually feel like I could just jump on the ground and jump back up again. And I think that's, that's how we should be as we age, um, you know, because I think we need to get on the floor and I need, I think we need to like really move the body um, because we know that what happens when people don't move the body, everything becomes much more, much more stiff. But um, the nice thing about this program and what I really love about it is the blood values are critically important because let's say somebody's sugars are too high. So we know that glucose fasting should be between four and six and the, and the Life Labs report is going to come back indicating whether that's out of balance or if the thyroid is out of balance or if their you know, liver enzymes are out of balance. So every food is married to a particular um, blood value. So you know, if a person's got high cholesterol, all these foods are gone. If they've got low iron, all these foods are added. If they've got liver enzymes that are low, all these foods are added. So it's metabolic balance to reset your entire metabolism to way it nature intended it. And when you get to their goal, they're able to easily maintain that goal um, by following the rules and still maintaining a metabolic balance breakfast, a metabolic balance lunch, but you can eat whatever you want for dinner once you get to your goal. Now, of course, it's a bit of an adjustment, but the nice thing about it is, and all most of my clients tell me that, you know, even when we were able to travel after they've been on the program, you know, going on a cruise or going to an all-inclusive, um, that they were able to choose better foods for themselves because they now know that when they go off their program and they eat something that's outside of their plan per se, that they really don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, I'd love to eat French fries, but trust me. After having two, the next day I feel terrible. So, you know, it's off my list. I mean, it's just as much as I want to eat it, uh, I'm not tempted by it anymore because I'd rather feel amazing all the time. And that's the other thing is I think a lot of us today really have no idea what it feels like to feel amazing. I mean, I'm sure you feel amazing. I feel amazing all the time. It's the only way I want to be because energy wise, you know, there's no dip in the day. I never ever have a dip where three o'clock I have to lie down. It's just constant, consistent energy. And then of course the sleep, you know, patterns are changed too, because now you're changing 
insulin in, in the whole body. And we know that there's so many hormones responsible for menopause, but the key hormone here is insulin because once we balance out insulin, then we can balance out the whole body. And that's what this does. So, um, you know, if I clients lose two pounds and if I clients lose a hundred pounds and, you know, the before and afters and, you know, they just don't gain it back again because now they've, they've learned how to incorporate this into their life to make this a priority for themselves. And, and they know now if they go off that they can jump right back on the program, start weighing their food again, um, and, and achieve optimal, you know, health the way that they, they were looking for. So. That's kind of of it in a nutshell. Amazing. So much information to unpack, but you're obviously seeing some amazing results and it works. And I I like the fact that you are educating and you're so that education for me is empowerment, right? So that like you said, if they end up, you know, not following the plan, then they just get back on it and experience those amazing results again. Right. Or it's so practical and doable that they can do it on their own after they've been educated and gone through it with you as their coach. So that's super, super helpful for sure. So in terms of understanding the the difference between because overeating is definitely something that like you said I, I mean food is everywhere nowadays right so I think overeating is a culprit in a lot of things that lead to inflammation and then these other um, diseases what's the difference between physical hunger and emotional hunger because I think that's what's happening people are different cannot differentiate the difference between these two and they end up sort of overeating because there's something else going on. You want to just talk about that for a little bit? Sure. Um, I believe your psychology becomes your biology. Mm-hmm. Your, issues, your issues go into your tissues. So <laughs> if we, you know, what I do as a coach is I work not only with the Metabolic Balance Program, but also on emotional health. Mm-hmm. Because as we know, we have seven energy centers in the body. We know that certain things that have happened to us in the past can alter the way we feel about ourselves or it becomes an ingrained belief about ourselves. So there are certain things. So I work with a program called psychosomatic energetic testing. But to answer your question, physical hunger is the physically I need to eat before I pass out. But emotional hunger is that seeking for something that's going to fill some type of void. Mm -hmm. And I know that for overeating, oftentimes it's related to clients wanting to stuff down something some kind of issue that they don't want to, to deal with. And we know that when clients are upset or people are upset, there's two things that happen. One, they eat, or two, they don't eat. But it's the ones that eat that cause the problems. But the one that don't eat, that's also a problem too, because then they become deficient in a lot of these things too. So the emotional eating from, uh, you know, just eating is that that has to be looked at too. So let me just give you an example. We have seven energy centers in the body. We know that people, food, and things either give us energy or take this energy away from us. We also know that certain experiences that siblings experience growing up may react to them quite differently. For instance, if you and I showed up at a fire, somebody died, you may think of that for the rest of your life. I may never think about that again. It may really bother you and it may never bother me again. So certain things can actually get stuck or be held in the peptides of our cells. So this creates our energetic field. And this energetic field starts to gather this information. So it can close doors and we could become 
with certain things that happen to us can affect us. Maybe we, you know, we don't want to apply for the job or maybe we don't want to enter a relationship or maybe we don't want to, you know, dare to get on a train. Like it can be any one of these things. So these emotions also, what I do is I do this testing where we can figure out exactly what's going on. So let's talk about the stomach, okay? That's called the Mm -hmm. solar plexus. Mm -hmm. And the solar plexus area is contains your stomach, your liver, your gallbladder, and your pancreas. This is where your power comes from. This is where your self-esteem comes from. This area also, though, is affected if you grew up with too much responsibility, not enough responsibility, fear of punishment, or your will was taken away. Now, depending on my situation and your situation, we will either be affected by that or not, but it can also lead to excessive energy being deposited there or deficient. When it becomes excessive, then these people become workaholics, type A, need to be right, controlling, judgmental, aggressive, angry, competitive, or terrible digestion, low self-esteem, and extreme fear of loneliness which can also cause people to feel isolated, angry, uh, repressed emotions, uh, allowing people to behave badly towards them. So we can also, if I don't feel good about myself, then I'm going to eat. And it comes back down to this self-esteem and this self-worth because we want to feel good about ourselves. So this psychosomatic energetic testing, otherwise known as PSE, it allows me as a practitioner to dig deeper, to find out what is the emotion entrapped in the body at this present time that is blocking me for fully enjoying my life, if that makes sense. And so when you think about it as kids growing up, you know, we've had many, many experiences. I always equate this as like a castle, you know, you, you're a kid. I mean, I remember, you know, being five years old out in the back at my grandmother's cottage and we would build castles and we had little soldiers and, you know, we were just all just, you know, this fantasy world and think about that. So your capacity for, um, what's the word I want to use? Uh, expansion is huge. So in my castle, in my young little girl's mind was humongous. But let's just say somebody came along and said, Jane, why can't you be like your sister Joanne, which is did happen to me? Or Jane, why can't you be so athletic like your sister Alinda? Or why can't you be so you know good looking like your sister Maria? I'm exaggerating a little bit. But <laughs> What happens here is that if I hear that from somebody, whether it's my sibling or whether it's my parent or whether it's a a coworker, I'm going to close the door. I'm going to close the door there. And then I'm going to close another door and another door and another door and another door. And I'm going to start to believe and feel, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'm not that smart or maybe Mm -hmm. I'm not that pretty or maybe I am fat or maybe Mm -hmm. I am, you know, unlovable. So what happens is, as we get older, we've closed all these doors. But when we present ourselves to the world, we look like we have our, our stuff together. <laughs> Yet we're not feeling that we're not feeling that whole person. But it affects our lives. So it can cause if I don't feel good about myself and I'm having to go out, whatever. I'm going to eat. <laughs> I'm going to eat. You know, we know that sugar, you know, people are more addicted to, you know, because they have a little bit of candida going on and there's that, but then with the salt is more of the stress response for that. But it's really about understanding why are we eating in the first place? Because, you know, we need to nourish our bodies clearly, but we don't 
need to continually feed these emotions. And if we do continue to feed these emotions, then we end up in places that we're not so happy about. And it was great during COVID because people hide. They Mm -hmm. hide behind their track pants. But now it's happening that we need to come out of that. But as a whole person, we need to take care of the physical health part, which is the, you know, the nutrition part, but then the emotional health part. And that's where, you know, there are so many modalities, you know, the meditation, you know, you do the heart math. There's so many things that people can utilize to bring them back into that whole thing. Because it really doesn't matter, in my opinion, how old you are. I just think it's unfortunate to not be happy. Yeah, for sure. To not be happy, to not be healthy, to not be whole. But I think where people miss the boat is that they feel either they don't deserve it or it's too late. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, whenever my clients come and they sign up to the program, I always say to them, do you think you're actually going to be able to do this? And they're like, no, I don't. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, we're going to, we're going to show you that you do it. And when they get to their goal, they're like, wow, I never, ever thought because they didn't hold in their mind the the space for themselves to actually get back to their old selves, to get their old bodies back, to get their old, you know, the things that they love to do that they weren't able to do because weight or emotions stood in their way. So I think it's really, you know, it's a, it's, it's a two-sided thing that we need to work with, mm-hmm. um, emotions and health. And yeah, there's clearly a difference between physical hunger and emotional hunger, and um, they need to be addressed simultaneously. Awesome. So what is the modality that you use after you do the testing? So it's called a, a REBA test. It's on a REBA machine. So it okay. measures the physical, emotional, uh, mental energy of the body. It looks at which energy centers out of balance. It mm-hmm. also looks at uh, if the client has any acute. So, you know, think of your body's like a car. You've got one foot on the brake, one foot on the gas. You should have an ebb and flow in life. But humans are like ducks on the lake. They look like they're having this beautiful little swim, but below the surface, the legs are going like this. So <laughs> clients often fall into four areas, either always anxious, always nervous, always exhausted, always hyper. So uh, this product is also called, they're called Rubamids. They come from Switzerland um, and they're homeopathic remedies that bring the body back into alignment safely, easily by working on the peptides in the cells because it changes the frequency in the body to align that person to, you know, getting rid of emotions because we know that being angry just eats us up inside. We know that Mm -hmm. being sad, we know that being depressed just, you know, it just feeds itself. And there's, there's, you know, there's no, there's no place for this anymore. And, you know, one of the things that I, I, loved was, and this is kind of what my driving force for my book, um, I was watching this thing, the commercial from Dove, and basically Dove had a forensic artist come into this factory where he sat in this big white chair, and they had a bunch of women and men sitting and chatting with each other, and then individually they came in, met with this gentleman, he couldn't see them, she couldn't see him, and he asked her to describe themselves to him and he then proceeded to 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 draw them in the way that she presented herself then he sent her out of the room and brought one of her, the people that she spoke to for half an hour brought her back in and asked her to describe or him to describe this person the difference in the two pictures was unbelievable wow. how the woman or man described themselves was sad and 
um, lonely and uh, negative. And how the people saw them was happy and full of life. And the realization was they're wasting their time. Like this is, you know, life is too short. We need to embrace our beauty to, to utilize that, to feel good inside and outside, because it doesn't matter what we look like. It, what matters is how we feel inside because what you feel inside is what you're going to project out into reflection. the world. Yes. Yeah. Total reflection. So, you know, we're never really judging people. What we are doing is we're judging the energy in which they present themselves. And that comes from us. So, you know, happy people make happy people, hurt people, hurt people. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just one of those things. So, um, yeah, emotions and health is a huge, huge thing. And, you know, and, you know, typical, you know, medical procedure is to give you something to, to make you feel better, but that just acts as a bandaid and doesn't get actually rid of your problem. And I like to, you know, help the client achieve that feeling that, that wholeness, you know, on, in all aspects of their life. And it's going to take time, you know, I'm not going to, people just don't turn around overnight, but they're, they are able to take some of the suggestions and I use a lot of suggestions too for people just to bring them back in, whether it's even reading a book or doing meditation or using a, a mantra. And, you know, something that I always ask my clients too is if you were to have to answer, and, you know, for your listeners today, I think this is really important. If you had to finish this sentence, I am blank, what would you write after that? Mm-hmm. Wow. And whatever you write after, I am blank. So a lot of my clients say, I'm fat, I'm yep. depressed, I'm this. I, that follows you. You know, it's like if I say I'm tired, well, I'm just going to be tired all the time. Mm-hmm. So we need to change that affirmation. I, I am beautiful and amazing. I am, you know, I am kind. I am loving. I, it, uh, whatever we choose, we need, if the word is negative, we need, to change the, we need to change the language because how we speak to ourselves is what ourselves hear. And we need to make sure that we are constantly sending positive energy to our body because every single cell in your body hears how you feel and think about it. And that can alter your ability to stay healthy, to stay beautiful, to stay, you know, you know, you know, sick, sick free. We don't want to No, none of us want to be sick, but we also have to make sure that we're nourishing our cells with positive energy. And don't get me wrong. You know, I mean, we all have our moments um, <laughs> and I certainly have mine, but to continue to, to have that self-care to, to bathe ourselves in positivity with, you know, as far as relationships are concerned, my model is you have to help me grow. You have to go like, I'm done. I'm not doing that anymore. Like, <laughs> I, I had too many, I had too many of those people. So it's like, you know if what? you don't add value, then yes, you have, yeah, you're, there's you're no here. for you in my life. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're out of here. T sorry. can't do that today. <laughs> but I, mean, I knew I liked you for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, I just, I, it's, it's, it's too valuable to me because these bonds that we mm-hmm. have with other people, you know, they, our friends should, you know, you want a million dollars that I'm going to jump up and down for you and say, awesome. That's just amazing. I need to be happy for you. Mm-hmm. And that's what true friends are. That could be, you know, celebrate in your wins and be there for when there's losses or grief or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and it's a journey. I mean, it's taken me a long time to come to a lot of these conclusions, but I also had to go through my own experiences yeah. where 
I was like, you know what? This doesn't work for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. And I found that I was um, paying attention to my gut feeling more. So yeah. really tapping into that intuition. And the more you rely on that intuition, it's like a muscle, the more it gets stronger and the more accurate it becomes too. Right, so right. I'm super grateful that I was early on, I was able to, to tap into that. And that's part of the holistic way of approaching anything, overall health and overall weight loss journey. Because in my opinion, it's better that we focus on health because the side effect is that of that is weight loss or weight management, wherever, whatever oh. it is that you want to achieve. So it's really yeah. about getting healthy holistically, mind, body, yeah. spirit, emotional. So it's really, and we need to do the work. It won't just happen. Like just the same way we go to the gym to exercise and build muscle. We need to be doing that work daily. So I'm all about routines as well, putting that in there so that it becomes a routine, a helpful resource. Yeah habitual behavior so that you you live the life you deserve like you said life is way too short to um i think most thoughts are negative to go back to that circle back to what you said before so Mm -hmm. being in that habit of um, having these positive affirmations and really feeling them because it's not enough just to say them or think them like you really need to feel beautiful and i know that takes time like you said it takes time but the foods we eat can influence that too right so it's kind of like it's a vicious cycle. If you're not eating well, then all of this perpetuates, right? Or if you're the other way, if you're not in a good place mentally, emotionally, then you're not going to want to eat healthy anyway. So it's, it's, yeah, I'm not sure what comes first, but they're definitely interrelated and interconnected. And that's why the work that you do works because you look at it from a holistic perspective and people well, are and it's, Yeah. And it's a full-time job. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It is, you know, it's a full-time job. And I think that, you know, my personal, um, I really also believe in balance. Like, I think you need to be able to have some fun too. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the lily white person. I mean, I, you know, I like to have, but I also like to make sure that I really, you know, I get up in the morning, uh, I get up early. I love to get up early. I like to, this time of year, I have a beautiful deck. I go do my spiritual exercise, I journal, mm-hmm. I create my, you know, my list of things that I need to do. Uh, I remind myself that what I'm here for, you know, is to help other people, mm-hmm. um, you know, to take care of and to work and to take care of, you know, to work with clients and all that. Um, but at the end of the day, then I've always, you know, I've already decided the night before, what am I going to do for an exercise? What am I what am I going to eat? What am I going to do? And then is there enough time? And obviously, sometimes it doesn't allow itself, but to make sure that there is that downtime, but to have these healthy practices in place um, and, if, you know, to, you know, whatever, whatever it takes to come down at the end of the day, you know, we all will choose. I mean, I actually like to watch The Bachelorette. I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but it's like this mindless, yeah, downtime, you know, yeah, for sure. crazy, you know, ridiculous show that I still <laughs> like to watch, but I find that I'm able to, you know, unplug from my day and go yeah. there and my kids make, my kids make fun of me but whatever and that doesn't matter it's I enjoy it it and can't wait for the next season to start but there has to be you know whatever it is that we choose to do to to de-stress and to make sure we have that time on the weekends or whatever I think that's really important because so many people just don't carve out that time for themselves Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they're 
they're wiped. And what is the point of, you know, killing yourself all week, dropping into bed Friday night, and then rebooting it Monday morning and never even had, never even had any fun, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, and it's hard to have fun these days, but you have to, we have to make our own fun. And yes, that, that's what I, <laughs> that's what I do. And you have to be able to, and you have to be able to laugh at yourself when you, you know. Oh yeah. When things don't go right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause you learn from those experiences too, right? Exactly. So let's give some practical. Um, I mean, this is all practical um, advice for sure. But when it comes to, I think I struggle with this too, is that late night snacking or right after sort of dinner snacking, how can we avoid that? Cause I feel like that's, that's a bit, a, a big issue for a lot of people. Well, if you don't have protein, fats, and carbs, you're mm-hmm. going to snack. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple things you can do for this. One, if you do want to snack, you take the tiniest little bowl. And I'm going to admit, I like to have some corn flax tortilla chips sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I take this tiny little bowl and that's all I have. And I don't go back and get any more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can brush your teeth right after mm-hmm. and go for a walk right after you can get out of the kitchen and go somewhere else right after. Uh, you could keep a piece of gum in your mouth right after. But if you really truly got your fat, protein, and carbs, you aren't hungry. You're just mm-hmm. bored. You're just yeah. bored. You're just yeah. bored. So um, if you're going to snack, I mean, obviously, we don't want your insulin levels to stay high. I mean, I'm not trying to advocate that you should snack, but it would be a protein as opposed to mm-hmm. grapes or something like that, because that's going to stabilize the insulin. It's a hard one, but it's more of a habit, that, you know, and look at the TVs at nighttime. This is when the chip commercials come on and yeah. all those ice cream things or whatever coming on. But A, I think you have to be kind to yourself. And B, if you are going to snack, you like once a month, I'll allow myself to have popcorn after dinner once a month and I make it myself. Um, and once in a while I have a few corn chips. So I, I think we can't be like, you know, so strict that you can't have some flexibility, mm-hmm. but you know, possibly also we eat a little bit later. Um, so eating a little bit later, like seven, seven thirty, you're not usually, mm-hmm. you know, that helps that because you know, you don't want to go to bed with a f- full stomach. So eating later, making sure you get everything, drinking all your water, uh, having like the water definitely can curb your appetite, but I think the biggest one is to brush your teeth and, and to go out for a walk because once you leave the kitchen, you're actually not really hungry. It's more of a habit for you to go wandering back in there again. And that's just a habit that can be changed if you make a conscious effort to, to do that. And if you are going to snack, I mean, I think it would be like almonds mm-hmm. or, you know, something like hummus, but and stay away from, you know, the chips and the cookies and the candies and whatever whatever people are eating at that time i've tried uh, the brushing of the teeth it does work it does yeah Yeah, for sure and also not buying it at the supermarket so that it's not in the house right yeah yeah because it's going (laughs) to call your name (laughs) yeah exactly especially while you're watching the uh, netflix series or something you know and yeah, you're in that state of consumption, so you want to consume, and guess what? You're going to end up consuming chips or whatever else you bought that you weren't supposed to buy. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that's a helpful tip too. Yeah. Well, yeah, those are great. Those are great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm curious, what was the best piece of advice that you've been given in my life? Yeah. Uh, the best piece of advice I was ever given was go where the love is. 
Mm, okay. Lovely. Yeah. So, you know, I struggled with some relationships as I was growing up and I, I, I just really wanted to be around people that were positive. And so going where the love is, you know, it's really about that's, you know, ensuring that you maintain healthy relationships and you maintain a healthy body image and, and to be kind to yourself. Yeah. It's been a really, it's been a really good piece of advice for me for sure. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember who said, who told you that? Yeah. My girlfriend did. Darling. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Awesome. And I think you mentioned this a little bit, but I like to sort of close off the interview with what are your favorite top three self-care habits that, you know, non-negotiable, you need to engage in these almost on a daily basis, if not on a daily basis. Uh, wow. Top three self-care. Mm-hmm. Definitely a meditation in the morning. Okay. Nice. I'd say meditation and journaling would be one. Uh, exercise for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and uh, to really talk to myself in a positive way mm-hmm. and to not be looking in the mirror and go, Oh my God, you look terrible today. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. And even if I've overeaten, which we all do, I don't get on the scale and go, Oh, you, you know, my God, look at you, blah, blah. I don't do that. I don't, I realize that we're going to have our ups and downs with everything, but you know, we have an opportunity to make some changes, but to be really kind to yourself. Um, I think that was a big one because for a long time I wasn't kind to myself. And mm-hmm. now it's important to be kind to yourself because if <laughs> no one else is going to be, I need to do it for myself. And then when I do it, then it's going to be a reflection and people will see that and you get treated kindly too, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, law of vibration, law of attraction, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All those are lovely. Really nice. Thank you, Jane. Uh, so how, how and where can people find you? So I have a website, which mm-hmm. is uh, creativehealth.ca. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have an Instagram account, which is Jane and then Durst Pokey. So it's J-A-N-E-D-U-R-S-T-P-U-L-K-Y-S. So Jane Durst Pokies. That's my Instagram. I do a lot of videos. I try to be humorous in a lot of them. <laughs> um, and then if they want to email me, I can even set up a free, uh, you know, 20 minute consultation. Uh, my email is jane at creativehealth.ca. Thank you. And you just opened up, uh, not maybe just, but you opened up also um, a shop, right? Like your I did. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Took me 22 years, but uh-huh. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So they can, uh, that's on the website as well. Yeah. They want to yeah, shop yeah, for yeah. supplements. It's all there. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jane. This was so lovely. Such, such a refreshing breath, uh, fresh air that you are. Thank you so much for continuing to put some amazing content and free content on all of your social media. It's really, really good information. Well, thank and you so much. Yeah, for just joining these amazing, beautiful women that are listening and just keeping the conversation going because even though they're having these common symptoms, it's not normal and we can alleviate them naturally with a holistic approach. So thank yeah. you. It's You're been welcome. a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me today. No problem. All right. All right. No Take problem. care. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 
thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking part of your day and sharing it with me by listening to this amazing podcast episode. I would also like to thank our sponsors, St. Lucian Seamoss. Check them out and get some awesome Seamoss at www.stlucianseamoss.co. If you enjoyed this podcast and it was helpful, please share it with your loved ones or a friend and check out SavoyaSelfCare.com for more amazing wellness tips. Please also leave us a rating now on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and send it to info at SavoyaSelfCare.com. We will reply with a gift as a grateful thank you. If you want to upgrade your healthy living and take it to the next level, be sure to join us next week. And remember, self-care is not selfish, it's self-love. Ciao for now.